are live. Praise God for another uh, episode, I guess, of Testimony Saturday. Um, I am blessed to have a brother of mine join us from, uh, well, he is from a number of places, originally from uh, Venezuela, but I met him working in Panama, and now you're living in the U.S., Alberto Yay. Marquez. Welcome. Thank Hi, Christine. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's like, great to I, be able to speak to you again. Man, I am so excited that you have come to join us uh, tonight for Testimony Saturday. Alberto, I actually met you, what, uh, a year, year and a half ago? I don't really know. About that time. I think that's about right. Yeah. So I was actually running mission uh, missions in Panama. Uh, we were training up uh, North American missionaries to be able to share the gospel using very biblical, simple, biblical, easily reproducible tools to share the gospel. We had partnered with churches in uh, Panama to do the same. We were linking arms and Alberto was actually one of our uh, translators, but you're actually so much more than that. You are, um, Alberto is a, an incredibly anointed um man and i just really loved working with you and so as we started getting uh ready for another episode of uh, testimony saturday god had put you on my heart i hadn't talked to you in a while i actually didn't even know you were in the u.s that's right and so uh i'm so excited so uh we have a bunch of people joining us already we have greater grace nicaragua that has joined us uh alberto does speak spanish and english so are you <laughs> yeah, so you want to greet everybody in both languages? That'd be super awesome. Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. And like uh, uh, Christine mentioned, my name is Alberto, originally from Venezuela. I am a servant of God, first of all, most of all. Uh, and everything that I've been able to do and accomplish has been through His grace. Dios les bendiga a todos. Buenas tardes, buenas noches a todos. Una bendición pues estar con ustedes el día de hoy acompañándoles. Como ya lo mencionó Christine, mi nombre es Alberto, pues un siervo de Dios. Y aquí estoy para, bueno, compartir con ustedes la, la, lo que Dios ha hecho conmigo en, en este tiempo. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Alberto. All right. So, you know, uh, the vision for Testimony Saturday really came from at the beginning of this pandemic. I've said it before, if you have joined me uh, in the past, uh, Testimony Saturday was a vision that God had given me uh, really at, at the beginning you know, of this pandemic. I had just come back from mission. I was had been in Nicaragua and in Panama. Uh, I had big plans for the year. We were gonna be bringing a lot of missionaries overseas. And then the pandemic hit. And, you know, we started to see a lot of news about, you know, illnesses and job loss and all of these things that very quickly circled around the globe. And fear really started to grip everybody. And, um, you know, in, including me, uh, you went from, you know, living everyday life to now suddenly being terrified to walk into a grocery store. And so in my prayer time, I started asking to God, like, God, you know, what is going on? I, I'm afraid. And God actually led me to Matthew 14. And in Matthew 14, um, uh, Peter is walking, uh, sorry, Peter's in the boat and he sees Jesus walking on the water. And initially he thought actually it was a ghost. And then he realized that it was Jesus. And he said to Jesus, uh, call me out onto the water. And the scripture tells us that Peter got out of the boat and he was doing the impossible. He was walking on the water. And, but then what happened was he started to get distracted by the wind and the waves and fear hit Peter and he began to sink. And so in that moment, God started reminding me, shift our eyes from the storm, which is where everybody was looking back to Christ where it belongs. And this is where Testimony Saturday was birthed from. I wanted to create a platform where we could uh, share our stories of what God is doing, not only just in this season, but what has he done for you in all of your storms? You know, I'm a survivor of cancer. I had cancer at 28 years old. You want to talk about a storm, something that was terrifying, but it was in that storm that God uh, 
God rescued me. Um, he used something like cancer, not that he gave me cancer, but he used something like that, that attack that was on my life to reveal himself to me in new ways. I it was through that, that experience that someone shared Jesus with me in the midst of my storm. Someone shared Christ with me and I received Jesus. And then she prayed for me that in the name of Jesus that I be healed of cancer. And after a year of fighting cancer, that is when that prayer was prayed and I was healed of cancer. Fire started from my feet, took over my entire body. And you know what? I didn't understand that I was healed. I had no understanding of what God had done for me. But even in that, God had used that situation to bring me the family I have. Now I have four children. Uh, I have three through adoption. I even have one biological son. I had uterine cancer. I even have one biological son that was born to me through a surrogate. And God is just so good. He will use any circumstance to draw people to him. And so I really wanted to share how good God is even in this. Amen. And so thank you so much, everybody who's joining us. We have Daniel uh, Gagne. For, I know he's from, I think he's at Western Canada. We have Greater Grace Nicaragua, uh, Giovanni Hernandez from Cuba. He is joining us today. I want you to share, share, share this stream, like, tell us where you're coming in from. Um, and the other thing is I want... Um, I want to pray for you. We want to pray for you tonight. Alberta is going to join us and share our, his story. This, Alberta, I got to tell you, man, I'm so excited. I haven't talked to you in so long. And so I am so excited. Uh, God told me that you had prepared a word and, uh, you know, and I didn't even know that you had moved to the U.S. So, you know, what has been, what has God been speaking to you in this season? I don't even know where to start. God has been so faithful and so so good in 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 all of this. And one of the things that it's crazy when we started talking about doing this thing, and you were starting to share what God actually uh, showed you, and He started showing you about uh, Matthew fourteen. That's actually one of the words that God gave me before actually this whole craziness started happening. Um, just a little bit of my on my background. I actually uh, originally from Venezuela. I, can, I stayed in in the U.S. for 15 years. I was a complete professional um, manager positions, all the jazz, working for a multilateral organization. And because of working situations, then my life just kind of fell apart, and I just lost my job, and I just couldn't get a hold of it. And I was like what it's happening in, in, in this situation. But here's one of the critical importance that I just kind of have hold, grab hold of in my life, Christine, that when God speaks to you and he gives you a word, that you got to hold on to that word in a way that is just going to focus you to just not look right, not look at left, like you were saying, like, Peter, don't look at the storm, but actually go through the process that God has you to do. So when he was actually speaking uh, to me about uh, this scripture, he was actually speaking to me in reference to Peter. He's saying, are you willing to be a water walker? Amen. And being a water walker is, is just, it's, it's just crazy because we don't even think about like, you, if that's impossible, that doesn't happen. And when we start reading about these scriptures and, and, and a lot of the stories in the Old Testament and New Testament, uh, we almost think to think that this just happened to them because they were just super cool. They were just awesome. They were just different. Right. And it's not true. See, the word applies to us and whatever God is speaking to us today, whatever he told you to do, it doesn't matter how impossible it is. doesn't matter how, how things seem to be right now. If he's spoken, he's going to bring it to pass. Amen. So that's one of the one of the questions that I have for you, what is God speaking to you today? He told me to be, are you willing to be a water walker? And my question to you today is, are you willing to be a water walker? And it's so Amen. interesting, Christine, that, that you were saying that and when we talk about these scriptures and we just look a little bit back on, on what Jesus was happening um, in, in the chapters before and in and, and, and the verses before, um, John the Baptist was killed. And yes. Jesus actually, Jesus was actually mourning for it. He actually stood some time and, and went out to prayer. And after that, just immediately after that, then that's when Jesus actually did the sermon and, and uh, 5,000 people got uh, fed with yes. 
with two fishes and five loaves of bread. So just this can be a sermon by itself because it doesn't matter what your situation is, God can still use you. So it doesn't matter if you're going through a situation, a hard time situation, if you're in the top moment of your life, it doesn't really matter. God still has a purpose for you. God still wants to use you. God wants to work through you. The, the question is, are you willing to be a water walker? Oh, Are you willing to take that step? Are you willing to go beyond what you think you should do and take uh, uh, that that step forward and guess, you know what? I'm not going to put God in a box, but I'm actually going to do whatever he has asked me to do. And that's exactly what Peter did. He when, when God said, just like, you know what, Peter, come. He did exactly that. He, he didn't take care of what other people were thinking. I'm pretty sure the disciples on the back were like, what are you doing, Peter? You're crazy. You want to step on water? And he's like, I don't care. If Jesus told me, I'm going to do it. Going to so, do it. Amen. Yeah, that's exactly what we need to focus on. But in, in this chapter, there's a lot of things happening. And, and as I said before, when, when we think about these scriptures, Christine, and, and all the people that are that are watching today, it's like, are we putting ourselves below of what God has for you? When you think of Peter, when you think of Daniel, when you think of Moses, when you think of, of the disciples, when you think of, of, of Timothy, are you putting them above you or are you putting on your level playing yourself with them? Because they require God. They need a God through their walk. They were human. They missed it too. And sometimes we just we, we just see ourselves and we're just like, man, I, I just done all this craziness in my life. And we just got to remember that mm-hmm. David killed someone because he wanted to fall in love with, with uh, the wives, you know? Right. How, how more crazy than that? I'm pretty sure most of us hasn't done any crazy things like that, <laughs> you know? But yeah. we, we put ourselves down in a situation and, and when we start believing our thoughts, we start believing what people put in our lives and we put that above what God is telling us about mm-hmm. our lives. And that is so, so important that we put our life in, in, in this scripture when it talks about uh, John 14, 12, that it says, I tell you the truth that anyone who believes in me will do the same works that I have done and even greater works that I have done. Amen. Imagine greater works. Can you fathom yes. such a thing? I don't even know what how, how it is that greater works works you know and and we've seen some crazy stuff in, in the missions that we've been christine we've seen people oh, here. have seen we ever people, uh raised from the dead we have seen miracles happen financial <laughs> miracles happen in in, in what we've had mm. done and and but the question is when we read these scriptures are we believing it are we willing to act upon these scriptures that god has laid upon us that when he says that we're going to do greater works than he does that we can even think because sometimes it's like how, greater than jesus like how how when, mm-hmm. how you know what what is greater than what he has done what what is greater than what's already written but he said greater things that that are we willing to take the time to listen to the holy spirit to listen to what god is saying in our hearts and are we willing to act upon it one of the things that god has spoken uh, to me in this season uh, is that sometimes christians shield themselves and i'm just going to pray for this thing Mm -hmm. and yes praying is very important praying is is, it's something that we must do every day because that creates an intimate relationship with god but there comes a time when we got to stop praying and we got to start doing. And mm-hmm. that's what Peter did right there. He says, you know what? I'm going to believe Jesus. I'm going to walk on water. That's right. Um, you know, they call on for Jesus. They were scared. There was a, something needs to happen. And Jesus appeared. And when Jesus appeared, then he said, oh, okay, I'm going to do what God has called me to do. Amen. So that's one of the things that is one, one of the things that is important. But as we read these scriptures, uh, if we go back to... Um, to um, chapter 20, uh, 22, it says, immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross um, the other side of the lake while they send the other people home. And one of the key elements that we need to uh, understand here is it's learning to hear what God is saying. Amen. Being able to take the time to just not speak and like, hey, Lord, I want this, 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 this. Are we willing to take the time to sit isn't, isn't that what it is? You know, a lot of people yes. think that prayer is just about, I'm just going to tell God all the things I want to have, yeah. but they don't realize that prayer is two-way communication. When we sit before God and we're just praying and seeking his face, not his hand, uh, he's going to, he has something he wants to say to you too. And that's so key. 
Absolutely. And that's one of one of the aspects that we need to learn. And 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 we we often think when God gives us direction that everything's just gonna go easy, you know, that everything is just gonna be a, a, a breeze, a walk in the park. And that's what one of those things that prayer it's important. And like I said before, prayer is important because as we see in, in chapter 20, in chapter 20, in verse uh, 23, that he actually took the time to actually took away from all the disciples, he actually went to pray. That's right. And it's important to actually, that that has to be a continual thing. That's where we get our intimate relationship with God. That's where we learn to hear his voice. He speaks differently with you, Christine, than he speaks with me. Amen. The way the way he does it is it, it's 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 an intimate relationship with right. him. It's the imminence of God because we, we talk about these two concepts, which I absolutely love. We talk about the transcendence of God, which is he's above all laws, he's above everything, gravity, time, everything. But then the imminence of God, that even though he is above everything, he's willing to have intimate relationship with you. Hallelujah. Great concept, those stars because it's, it's saying that I'm taking you the time. I am the creator of the world, the mountains, wow. the universe, the yeah. stars, but yet I take the time to be with you in intimate relationship with you. So okay. when we actually have that time of prayer that when he asks us for direction, it's like, Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm seeing all this craziness happen. And I'm, I'm sure that as we see this uh, COVID situation, a lot of you got on, on our knees and says like, Lord, this is crazy. I don't know what to do or what to expect, but I know you're in control. Amen. When we do that, we are just yielding to whatever he's saying, whatever he has uh, uh, telling us to do. And that's something that is that is very important. But then hear what's happening in, in verse 24, which is it's crazy. Uh, it says, while the disciples were in trouble far away, far away from land. So anything that is familiar, sometimes we just so through the it, where, where we need to go that we just. He takes us to we don't we don't feel familiar. We just have to be dependent on him. That's right. Um, uh, a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. Yeah. So we need to be prepared for opposition. Yep, opposition it's, it, that is so key because at some time or another we will face opposition. What matters is how you react to it. Yes. Yes, absolutely, and that and that's one of those things that that it took me particularly a time uh, a while to understand because I was like, well, when God spoke to me, I was like, I'm 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 thinking this is just going to walk a bridge, uh, I walk in the park, and, and it wasn't like that. There's yeah. your thoughts, there's the enemy, there's the the opposition, the people that just don't want you to succeed. There's a lot of things happening, and you have to be able to distinguish the voice of God. The Bible says that that yes. we will follow His voice and His voice alone. There's many voices out there, so what? Yeah voice are we listening to what voice That's is right. influence in our lives what voice are we determining to see it was like hey you know what i'm just not going to pay attention to all this situation but i'm just going to follow what god is telling me to tell me to do amen so, amen yes and 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 how he speaks to you you need to be able to on to to take that time and recognize his voice to just come into his presence to just take that how much time do we actually sit down and was like hey lord what do you want to do today Right. And that's something that I that I learned in the, in this couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, just I'm always I'm always like that the proactive one, just praying like crazy and just like claiming out to God. And I know it. Like, and 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 then God just told me when was the last time that that you asked me, wow. what do you want to do, Lord? Oh. And I just kind of sat there. I was like, probably never, Lord. So wow. it was a it was a humbling moment because we we. Wow. We tend to always do something that, that, that we like to do. And was like, hey, Lord, it's like a relationship, you know. That's if right. It's something within our comfort do, zone. Right. Absolutely. You know, you want to take that significant other. It's like, okay, so what do you want to do? Because you want to please them. So that at that time, I was like, all right, Lord, what do you say that you want to do? And instead of going to a, like a praying hardcore session, I went into worship and it was just oh, like yeah. an amazing, wonderful time because then he was able to speak to me into my heart in a way that he hasn't done in never in my life. It's just an, another degree of awesomeness, another degree of 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 intimacy. Amen. And and it's just so great. And 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 one of the aspects that I see that that people don't want to go into these deep states because they're afraid of what God is gonna say. Isn't never that the truth? Right. 
never you know, and, and I can totally, you know, un- relate to that, you know, in a way, because here's the thing, you know, when God even started speaking to me about what my purpose was in my life, like uh, sharing the gospel, that was totally outside my comfort zone. I had gone to church for years and never shared the gospel. But you know what had preceded that? Or, uh, you know, I, I had been praying like God. There's got to be more than just sitting in a church on a Sunday and, you know, here I am, use me. And then he said, okay, if that's your true heart position, I want to use you. And then he's like, oh, you know, and I'm thinking that maybe I'll, you know, serve in the church at a slightly, you know, more greater capacity in some way. But he's like, I'm going to send you up to the nations. I'm like, whoa, hang on, hang on. But I didn't, I wasn't prepared for the answer. I didn't think I was. But here's the thing that we often forget that if God is calling you to greater, his word says he will never leave you nor forsake you. He is always with you. And the thing is, God knows exactly who you are and you, but the thing is you may not know who you are in him. And we are simply to humble ourselves and be the vehicle with which his power can flow. And it was that process of saying, okay, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway, Lord, because you told me to, and I know that your word is true. You, you said you're going to, you know, uh, never leave me nor forsake me. You're going to give me the words. And that's where it all started. And it's when I stepped out and trusted him to give me the words and to say what I needed to say and do what I need to do and go where he wanted to send me that I seen his power flow in a way that I had never ever seen before. I remember that first time I was in the jungle, Alberto. I was in the jungle in the middle of the Darien Gap between Panama and Colombia. I'm in a dugout canoe. I'm with, you know, all these people that are speaking a language at that time, I did not understand. I'm with a bunch of indigenous people. I'm with, and I'm like leading this group into this, uh, into the jungle, into this, uh, going to a village. And I remember all of a sudden I had a vision of working in an office that I had worked in for 10 years, but I see I'm now in the jungle. And, I'm, and I remember I asked God, I'm like, God, what am I doing here? And God said to me so clearly, you're here because I sent you. But then I said to God, I'm like, God, I don't even know what to do. And he says, then do what you can and I will do the rest. On that trip, we were in a village that had never heard the gospel. uh, And we landed at uh, the teacher's hut, you know, which is where exactly where we at. And we saw on that first trip, we saw uh, 20 people come to Christ. They had turned from, you know, the uh, generations of witchcraft, turned their life over to Christ. And in the time from the first visit to the second visit, we saw, and they led another 10 people to Christ. And we had baptized, I think, 15 or 20. 20 of them, we went back again, and that 20 had led to 86. Now we had established a church. Now, since then, we've established a church. It's been, it's maybe two years old now, um, in that village. And they started raising up leaders and going into evangelize other villages deeper in the Darien Gap. And but that's not because of me, but but what had happened was I said to God, I don't know what to do, but God made that promise, then do what you can. And I'll do the rest. And that isn't that just the way God is. You know, I just simply said, here I am, use me. But be prepared. When you ask that question, God, he absolutely has a plan, a mission for your life. The reason why he sent his Holy Spirit to reveal himself to you is because we all have a we all have a mission in Matthew 28 19 to 20 Jesus was speaking to his disciples and uh what's a disciple a disciple is simply a follower of Jesus so really who is Jesus speaking to he's speaking to all of us he said therefore go into all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit teach them to obey the commands I have given you. And there's this really awesome, sweet promise at the end where he says, very surely with you to the very end of the age. This is something that God has for all of us. And it doesn't mean that the great, this is the great commission. If you're unfamiliar with that scripture, that is the great commission. This is something, this is why we exist is to share the gospel. And, um, you know, Alberto, I've done this with you out sharing the gospel. You have a passion for it. And darn, aren't you so, you know, and, don't you feel the power of the Holy Spirit move when you're out there and you've submitted yourself just to be the messenger of God? Well, 
Absolutely. And, and there's, as you were telling the stories, like a bunch of stories just kind of started popping up on my, um, on my head, all the stuff that the missions that we did, you know, uh, one of the crazy stories that, that we did, I was, we were actually with a Canadian group, um, uh, going houses to houses. And all of a sudden we just go into a house and, um, we just say, Hey, you know, we're just kind of sharing the word. We weren't thinking much of it, to be honest. We were just kind of sh just sharing the word and sharing the gospel. And all of a sudden, uh, from that situation, the person that we got in touch with just started crying. And it's like, wow. well, what's, what, what's happening? And, and she just started sharing with us that her mom was really sick. The doctors couldn't, um, find out what was wrong with them, with, with her mother. Right. And we're just like, Hey, well, you know, we just come and pray for her if you want to. And she's like, well, there's a lot of people that have come, but nothing has really happened. And I was like, well, you know, we'll just can do whatever God wants to do. We'll do. And we'll just go ahead and pray. And as we enter the house, we just started feeling the presence of, of the Lord. And, and we just didn't really know what to do. And, and one of the missionaries, um, I believe her name is Amber. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, all of a sudden she just started singing her heart out. Wow. Let me tell you, her singing was horrible. But she did. <laughs> <laughs> but her, but this is the obedience part. Once she started actually praising and singing to the Lord, the presence of God felt in such a powerful way wow. and everybody started singing and praising the Lord. <laughs> and all of a sudden we just started praising the Lord and speaking in tongues and all of a sudden the words just started coming. Wow. And we just placed hands on that person. And she wasn't able to sleep because of all the shooting pain. It was, she wow. described it as electricity going through her body, just completely in pain. And I can tell you, Christine, within five seconds, the power of God just hit her in such a way that she actually fell asleep. She started wow. snoring. And we, for a wow. second, we just kind of stood there. It was like, what happened? We didn't know she actually like passed out or died. or We didn't, we didn't know, <laughs> to be honest. And when we saw the snoring came, came alive and I was like, she can rest. Wow. Well, the, the 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 person that actually received her was so impacted by that testimony what just happened that she actually got and received christ at that moment oh, yeah. and that's what we need to understand that that what god is doing i love the story of of i don't know if you heard francis chan he went from a, a very a structure message of the holy the, you know of christ not believing in miracles and and be able to just leave a mega church and leave the U.S. And now he's in Hong Kong preaching the word, yeah. laying hands on people and seeing the miracles of God. And I believe that God is calling us to stop just like, like praying in a sense of like, okay, God, what is it not to do? But now it's like calling us to actually go ahead and do. Amen. One of those aspects that, that God, is, God is telling us when, when we're actually going through that is that we can just come and try to rationalize the things, you know, oh, that's not really God yeah that that's oh well he's just really didn't ask me to do this he didn't really just tell me just to go and knock on my neighbor's door and bring a cake and talk to them about the lord that's right and and i think uh proverbs uh three five and six is lean on to your understanding but trusting the lord comes to amen, mind amen. To do that. and and I'm, I'm a very analytical person like it requires for the work that i do to analyze all the things and just kind of go into the mechanics of what are the risks and what are the possible solutions a b c d e f i do all this stuff and 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 i tend to lean on my knowledge of things that's kind of my tendency but god is telling you no god is telling you when when you go and actually he asks you to do something go and do it He's not asking you to just like, okay, you try to understand it. He's just asking you That's to right. be obedient. Just be obedient and go ahead and do. And then the yeah. other things that I see in, in right now that is happening a lot in, in, in the world is that, it's, and I hear this word and, 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 and it's my shock, but it's, it's saying, uh, um, do what your heart tells you to do. Right. Do whatever is in your heart. And the Bible in Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is deceitful. So what are you yes. following? That's right. Because sometimes the heart can be a selfish thing. Absolutely. Selfish desire. Sometimes what we want to do, and we even saw this in Jesus. He says, like, God, will you take this cup away from me? I don't necessarily want to go into the cross, but do That's your right. will. Not my will, but your will. Yeah. We see the, a little bit of the humanity. And, and we struggle Amen. through this every single day of our lives. But that's something that we have to put uh, in a situation, and I would like to put it within this context. Um, somebody took 
that decision to speak to me about Christ. Amen. What happened if that person would have not taken that decision? Oh. Would I be where I, where I be today? So God, he oh, can do yeah. everything. He's in control of everything and he can do whatever he wants, but he's asking us. He's Amen. using us as a tool. He's asking you, like, hey, you know what? I'm giving you this set of tools. I'm giving you these gifts in your life. Will you use them? for the kingdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. And, oh man, when you, when you, you just speaking about, you know, how thankful you are that the person who led you to Christ took the time to share with you. I mean, the woman who led me to Christ, not she led me to Christ, but she's also the one that prayed for me that I would be healed in Jesus name of cancer. And it, it was, it was through her prayer and her faith that that God saw fit to heal me and remove that cancer out of my body. I, I can't imagine where I would be if that woman was not bold enough to tell me about the love of Christ. And so how can I not give that gift to somebody else? Because me who received Christ, I see it as a gift. It has yeah. changed my life. My life today looks nothing like it yeah. used to be. And so my brothers and sisters, you're listening to this today. You know Christ because someone took the time to share with you. Someone took the time. What a blessing. Be so bold as to share him with somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorite stories is the story in, in Acts chapter 9, the story of Ananias. You only hear this name only once in the Bible. He was just a plain old dude. He was not an apostle. He was not a leadership. He was, he was, he was just a guy that loved the Lord. And he got, God asks him, go into a small house in this street and right. go and pray for a killer of Christians. Right. And I could just imagine Ananias' face. I was like, this is, this is not the Lord. Get the this cannot this be. Is not, this is not. <laughs> I cannot be listening right. This guy kills people that believe like I do. And I just love this story because it, it, it relates to how I see myself that I, I don't see myself as this great person. I just see myself, I just love the Lord and whatever he has given me, I will honestly will be able to give to others. And I always put this as a small example. If, if I go to a re great restaurant, I tell my friends all about it. Exactly. What about <laughs> Jesus? What about Jesus? He has transformed my life. He has changed radically. He has taken yeah. me out of smoking, out of drinking, out of being somebody that had like a bunch of girlfriends, as somebody that didn't care for the world, that I was just basically about myself and do whatever I want to do whenever I wanted to do it. And now I get to serve of the Lord Almighty Christ. And I've seen greater things that I can never imagine. I just, just the other day, I was just praying for a friend. And, and what, what he was just going through a situation with, how do I face this person that I that I that I trust that is going through a bad the bad process, you know? And and we just started praying about it, and the word of God just came, and it was exactly the word that he needed to feel, and he was able to confront that situation that he was giving him anxiety, what he given him lack of sleep, but he was able to confront it in a way that it was complete. Amen. His household. Whatever was going on, God just took care of it. And that's something that we just need to be able to do. And that's how something, when I don't want to do something, I was like, man, somebody took the time for me to be living this oh, life. Man. I, I need to be willing to actually do it like Ananias did. And what he did, what Ananias did has effect on us today, 2,000 years later. Because he took the time, then Saul became Paul. And he actually oh, man. The Gentiles, and 2,000 years later, we're reaping what Ananias did. Amen. It's absolutely wonderful. Oh, that is so, so good. Oh, my goodness. What, what insight. What insight. Oh. Still, you're right, 2,000 years ago, and we're still reaping the benefits of one bold step because someone was obedient. One bold step of obedience. Hallelujah. That is so Hallelujah. good. And yes. And when we when when we enter back into Matthew, when we enter verses from 26 to 29 to 29, basically God is saying, I was like, okay, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you because you have prayed for it. I'm gonna go ahead and send you. And this is something that 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 is that is great. And I and I see a lot in churches like God give me the gift of healing. 
and he gives you that purpose and that desire, but then you're not willing to share it. You need to actually go and do whatever he has called you to do and and just come into into a time where there's just not an option. I like what pastor, uh, um, one pastor that that I in Panama says is like, when you come to Christ, that um, free will thing that kind of goes down the window because you should be able to do always what God has asked you to do. You right. still have it, but you just concede that and just give it, you know what? I'm just going to do what God has called you to do. doesn't matter what I want. And it's and and I think I like that because it, it puts it in perspective. It's like says, yes, you have it, but I'm just gonna go ahead and do whatever he has called called me to do. Hallelujah. Uh chapter chapter 30 is something that, that talks about the situations and how, how we deal. And it's like and and when Peter starts to sink. Hmm. And this is a reflection opportunity for us as well, because it's like, what are the thoughts? What are the people? What are the situations that are causing you to sink? Have you identified them? Have you put him in a place that it's above Christ? Because that's what's happened to Peter. When he started actually seeing the, the, the wind, when he started seeing the rain, when he started seeing the storm, that's when he started to sin because his eyes were away from Jesus. And we all have those situations in our life where, where we just struggle with something. And, and, and this is where the humanity comes. And this is where sometimes even uh, the, the spiritualization of Christians happen that we just, oh, no, we just have to be these perfect people. Like, like we're no, we need Christ. Amen. If we wouldn't need Christ. That's there's right. stuff that we need to struggle. There's stuff that, 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 that we struggle with, and we have a tendency. Uh, some people struggle with lying. Some t- people struggle with alcohol. Some people struggle with that. But what are you doing to... Um, to attack these situations. What are you doing when you see these situations? Are you run, the Bible tells us that we should run away from temptation. Are we actually doing that? Where are we actually entertaining those thoughts? That's are right. We putting ourselves in situations where are we going to allow the enemy to, to put in ourselves when we need to make a decision in our lives? And I see this right. a lot of with, with, with young people. I put them in a situation in relationships. If you're in a, in, in a point where you need to make a decision whether you're going to have sex or not, for example, you're 50-50 there, buddy. you got to put yourself in a situation where you avoid that. That's right. <laughs> a situation where you don't have to decide because at that point, the flesh can win or, or it, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a right. hard situation. So yeah. as an individual, we actually need to put ourselves as like, okay, I struggle with this. Yeah, that's right. I need God in this. I need the, 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 the grace of God in my life in this Amen. aspect. Who are the people that are, that are are they feeding this temptation? Are they feeding this situation, or are they or are they allowing me to actually battle this situation? That's why it's so important. The Bible says that that we need to come together as a body of Christ. Amen. Them in the assembly of the church, because this is what happens if you're hanging out with people that love Christ and they're going to take you to a point that uh, is going to allow them to actually speak into your life and the Word of God into your life. That's going to help you. That's going to put you in a good place. It's going to put that's you right. in a That's right. That's right. When those situations come, comes, rather than looking in that situation, you're going to look into God. You're going to be able to speak into the mountain and say, you Amen. know, not today, Satan, not today. This is not going to conquer me because, because the word of God says, and that's, that is the tool. The Bible says that the word of God is the sword. And, and, and that's something that we need to, to encounter in that faith is the shield. Amen. And, What's the only way that we can get faith? Through listening to the word. Oh, so man. as much as you're spending time in, in, in the word, it's actually going to prep you for those situations. Um, we, don't, we don't go and, and, and expect to act correctly in those situations. We prepare for them. When they come, then we're ready. Amen. Um, that's something that is, that is very important. And, and the last scripture uh, that talks on uh, 31 that talks, you have little faith. Yes. That's something that is very, very important because when God speaks to this, it's, it's, this actually when the word that, that it uses is, let me see if I can say it correctly, it's oglio pistos. Um, <laughs> and, and the meaning is, is the lack of confidence or trusting too little about something. Trusting too yeah. little about something. And, and this is something that is key because when God speaks into our life and he relates to us and he's just manifesting in our, in our lives, are we trusting him? Amen. That, that word is coming true. That's right. You know? That's right. 
when Joseph had that that vision that he was just going to be that that second in command, he, he didn't know exactly what it meant, but he knew he come from God. That's right. But he actually trusted that God was going to somehow some somehow was going to make happen. And That's he right. did. There's a lot of things in my life that God has spoken spoken to me many Those times. Promises in life. that He's made you right. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes people forget. And my question to you that, that I'm listening today, what God has speaking to you today? That's right. What he has speaking to you 10 years ago? What That's has right. spoken to you five years ago? That's right. If God spoke to you, it's going to bring it to pass. Your responsibility is not to bring it to pass. Your responsibility right. is to keep sanctified and to keep obedient to That's the word. Right. And God is going to make a way where there is no way. Like he did with Daniel, like we did with Joseph, like we did with Paul, like we did with Peter, like he's going to do with you. So what I'm telling you to do right now, just focus on what God is doing in your life. Just focus Alleluia. on the word. Focus on his presence and whatever God is going to do in your life, he's going to manifest later or sooner, but he's going to manifest. Just so keep focus your eyes on the Lord. Keep focus on what he's getting ready to do because he's manifesting Ooh. because the time of the Lord is now. And whatever God is going to do right now, he's going to do it in a way that is going to yes. cause sickness to men and broken hearts to be healed and all the things that God has caused you to do and whatever purpose he has in your yes. life is going to be manifesting right now so I declare in the name of Jesus that all those purposes and all those plans and whatever you have spoken into their hearts be manifested now and then you keep remembering and reminding them that whatever God is causing whatever God is doing whatever God is just telling them to do then go ahead and do because they will see the hand of the Lord. They will see the provision of Christ. They will see the wonder signs and miracles of the Lord because what God has called you to do, he will do so with you because you have done it in a time such as this. And you Hallelujah. Just feel the presence it's the time for the church to act, to stand up on their feet. It's not a time to be quiet. It's a time Amen. to actually go into the streets Amen. and speak the word of God. And when the word of God is spoken, then miracles will follow. When the Alleluia. word of God is spoken, then God in life will mend. Hallelujah. Just, I just Hallelujah. Preach, brother. We just need to come into a place where we just trust God and not just make excuses anymore. I don't want God to tell me you're a little faith. I want you to be like, hey, you know what? I want you to walk on water and I'm just going to step out of that boat and I'm just going to say, how far do you want me to go, Lord? I will go into the end of the world because if you have come in to the nations, I will go into the nations and do whatever you have called me to do. I will go into the neighbors. I will go into the church. I will lay hands on people. I will cast out devils. I will do whatever you have me to do because you are the Lord of Christ. And the time is now for the church to raise up and do whatever you have God called me to do. Hallelujah. Uh, oh, yeah. And this is the, the byproduct is this, that the flow of the living water will fall through you and you will be provided and you will be taken care of, but you don't do it because you will be taken care of. You will do it out of the love of God and out of the, what God has called you to do. I just hallelujah. It's just a powerful, powerful message. And I believe that God is there in the act now. The time is now. The, the, word, the, the church cannot be silent anymore. We cannot be silent. We cannot be silent in Jesus' name. Luke 10, 2. Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send forth more workers. So many people think that, ah, oh, the world doesn't want to hear the gospel. They don't want to hear the truth about God. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The word, the word of God says that it is not a harvest problem. It's a labor problem. Yes. There is not a harvest problem. The harvest is plentiful in Jesus' mighty name. And yes. every time I go out into that harvest field, the, the Lord does not fail ever to show up. He yes. just we just have to come forth, be willing to submit ourselves to the mission that God has given us and be prepared because when we go into that harvest, it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21, it says in there that our the our past is 
uh, is gone. We have raised we have new life in Christ. And it actually says in that scripture that when we speak Jesus, when we share the gospel, that it says as God himself is using our mouth, God himself, he is the one that is speaking through us in Jesus' name. It is not you. It's not based on your skill. It's not based on your ability. It is based on the on God and your willingness to humble yourself and say, God, here I am. Use me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so the people that are listening, are you willing to be used by God? Are you willing to be a vessel? And, and I know, I, and I know this for a fact, like my name is Alberto, that God is telling you something or he has told you something to do and that you might be struggling to actually do it. Yes. But in your time of prayer today, just come in humbleness into the Lord. And it's like, hey, Lord, this is not by my might. This is not by my strength. This is not by how I feel. This is not by how I think. But if you have asked me to do it, I will go ahead and do it. Amen. I remember one time that um, I'm, I'm, I'm not married. So I'm just, you know, just going through the process. And God just told me to speak to a couple. Amen. And, and I'm just kind of talking to them. And it's like, and they just started opening up their hearts. They actually had an issue with one of their childs. Wow. Um, and I'm like, okay, I've worked with you before, but I'm just like, Lord, it's like I'm out of my league right here. But I just kind of have a sense in my heart that what God was telling me um, to do, and I just really call him. Just like, hey, just have him call me. Yeah, I started talking to him, just started asking him questions. Like there were um, disobedient things happening, and I'm just always like, you know, why are you doing this? And we're just kind of talking, and, and and all the time, was, I knew it was God, in, in in the presence of the Lord, and and it got to a point where we just stopped talking and I was like, all right, we just need to bring all this family together. So I actually called the entire family together and we just took the time to actually pray. When we prayed, the power of God just fell upon them. And a situation that they were just in this strut, all of a sudden that family came in unison. And I cannot explain how it happened or, 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 or there's something that I said or anything. It just, it just everything the shackles just kind of broke mm -hmm. all the world just kind of fell down and all mm -hmm. of a sudden there was unison within that family mm -hmm. and within that week peace took a hold of that family that sunday all of a sudden we were doing baptism and the pastor just calls him for anybody else wants to get baptized let, let's go ahead and do it and that kid he, he even he didn't have close he says i'm getting baptized today <laughs> Was going into the water and doing all just doing it all for Christ. And that family is now serving the Lord in an awesome, awesome, awesome way. So, so good. Wow. Oh, Alberto, my goodness. I just feel the Holy Spirit just so incredibly in this moment. I just get so excited when we start sharing the truth of Christ. You know, we can look at our circumstances, at our our bank accounts, our health, or whatever it is, and 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 not keep our eyes focused on Christ. If we look at uh, Acts 16, this is something that actually God was speaking to me just today as I was getting ready. Acts 16, you know, it's the scripture where Paul is actually in prison. The word says that he's in chains. He is locked up. And so in that moment, most people be thinking, well, you know, sure, he could, he could be complaining like, God, I served you, but I'm in prison. Like, what's going on? But, you know, the word says that he, they sing, they sung hymns and praises. They weren't looking at their situation. They were looking at keeping their eyes focused on God. They yeah. sung hymns and praises. And then what happened? The Holy Spirit shows up. The shackles broke uh, loose. The Amen. gates opened up. And then the Philippian jailer says, what must I do to be saved? And it says that he in his household, he came to Christ and he and his household were saved, baptized, saved and baptized. They gave their life to Christ. Our, our circumstance, our joy in the Lord cannot be tied to our circumstances. It's yes. so much deeper than that. We can't be looking at our circumstances because even in this God is good. God used a situation like that 
to to rescue a whole family and then who did they go and tell them after that that's right you know it, it is so much more than our circumstances absolutely and that's something that it's been in my life and in, in the last couple of years uh, like i said I, I come from from being a manager to having absolutely nothing and having like 20 dollars on the bank yeah. and just it's like lord I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I'm not, not sure what's going to happen. And God miraculously just kind of come together. And after actually being able to do little jobs here and there, uh, two years later, through COVID, where supposedly everybody's getting fired, I get a huge project right now. And I'm just, that's how I came into the U.S. Um, being getting able to promotion. Work I'm getting promotion from name. the Lord. I received that promotion. <laughs> uh, and that's something that just keep, faithful keep what to god is doing and he'll just take care of you it doesn't matter and i and i just love what paul said in the litter if you have in the little willing the much That's right. praise god do whatever god has called you to do he matthew, matthew 6 uh, 33 basically says that that if you see god with everything that you have and he's yeah. justice, he will take care of you Amen. sometimes we just need to get out of our our mind of thinking that well Things should be this way. No, it has to be God's way. So are you willing just to take the time and just recognize what God is doing through you in the season that you're Amen. in? Amen. 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 You know, I, we're getting some prayer requests uh, come in, Alberto. We have this uh, one prayer request that came in. It is um, her, this, this woman, her daughter's painting teacher has been living in a homeless shelter for two months now with her son, she left a, an abusive situation. Um, and there's a number of, you know, extenuating circumstances that are happening here. Um, but uh, I would just, uh, can we just take a few minutes and pray for this family in Jesus name? Um, you know, just if you can, I'm gonna actually ha hand this prayer request over to you if you don't mind. Absolutely. Praying for this, um, the, her, the, my friend's uh, painting teacher again, living in a shelter for two months with her teen son. Uh, she left her husband due to an abuse situation, um, and she's she's afraid. He's he's starting to get some counseling, uh, but she is afraid. And uh, I guess um, not that long ago or three years ago, her daughter also left the house because of the amount of abuse that was happening in the family. Um, this woman that is in the shelter has also tried to commit suicide. Uh, that's another thing that's going on there. So let, let's just lift this woman up and her family in prayer in Jesus' name because it's the enemy who chooses, wants to divide this family and destroy. But, you know, God says no more. Absolutely. So you go ahead and let, let's just pray right now. As, as a family of Christ, the Bible says where two or three are gathered, he is yeah. in the midst of us. So let's agree for, for this situation. Father, we just thank you, Lord. You are mighty God, Father. We just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, Father. You have control of every situation, Father. We just glorify your name and your presence, your holy power, Father God. We just thank you. You, Lord, for what you're doing, Father. We just thank you, Lord, for this family, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, that you provide for this family, Lord, in every single situation, Father, from the psychological aspect to the physical aspect to the monetary aspect, Father, that you take a hold of this family, Father, and take control of every situation, Father, every suicide thought, Father, every situation where that person feels less than they deserve father they are your creation they're your child they're your holy creation father we just thank you lord right now for what you're getting ready to do father i break the bondage father god over their lives father god in that situation father i speak life father i speak light into that situation darkness cannot remain father i just thank you lord for what you're doing father we break that that situation right now, every blockage, Father, every structure is broke right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Y te damos gracias, Señor, sea la tuya, la gloria, la honra, Padre, por lo que tú estás haciendo en ese lugar y en esa casa, Padre. Yo te doy gracias, Señor, que ella llamará tu nombre, Señor, y ella clamará y tú le responderás, Padre. Yo te doy gracias, Señor Jesús, por lo que tú estás haciendo en esa familia, Señor. Dale provisión, Padre. Dale paz, dale gozo, dale alegría, Señor 
de que esa situación que no tenga que volver a ese lugar, Padre, dale la seguridad que tú eres, que ella es su hija, Padre, que él es tu hijo, Padre Dios, te lo ponemos a cargo a ti, Señor, ponemos a los ángeles protegiendo a ese lugar, Padre, para que esta persona no vuelva y trate de abusar de ella, Señor. Yo te doy gracias, Señor. Manifiéstate con abundancia, Señor. Pedimos que tu sangre preciosa los cubra, Señor. Que le des descanso de día y de noche, Padre. Que le des gozo, que le des alegría, Señor. Que le des un motivo de risa, Padre. Porque tú nos has llamado para que vivan en esta situación, Señor. Pero aclamamos tu gracia, aclamamos tu favor, aclamamos todo, Señor Jesús. Tu gloria, Padre, que descienda en esa casa, Padre. Que ella sepa, Señor, que tú estás presente en esa situación y en ese lugar, Padre, te aclamamos a ti, Señor, quebramos, Señor, cualquier estructura, cualquier cadena, Señor, en el nombre de Jesús, todas las barreras se rompen, Padre, ahora en el nombre de Cristo, Padre, te damos gracias, Señor, y toda la gloria y todo el honor para ti, Señor, y así lo declaramos en el nombre poderoso de Cristo Jesús. Amén. Aleluya. Amen, 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 amen. Aleluya. Wow, Alberto. Woo! You are fire in Jesus' name. Oh, God is so, so good. Wow. You know, I have, uh, in this year and a half that I've known you, Alberto, it has just been such an honor. You know, uh, uh, we were at uh, Ministerio Diosesville in Panama, and yes. I, actually, I never told you about this. Um, when we had one of the mission teams, and do you remember a young girl, uh, she was on one of the high school teams that came in, and she had that heart condition. Do you remember the day we brought her to the front uh, um, in the church? She, um, anyway, this girl had been born with a heart condition. She was 17 years old. She'd never been able to do any sort of sports or, or partake in any sort of activity. In fact, her parents weren't even sure that they were gonna let her go on the mission trip because her health was in such wow. delicate condition. That girl, 17 years old, has suffered in this way. She came to the front of the church and she requested prayer for this heart condition be healed in Jesus' name. And I remember, Alberto, it was so incredible. Pastor Fernando Venegas of Mr. Dios says, Fiel, he laid hands on her, I laid hands on her. I remember you touched my shoulder and I felt this lightning strike through that girl. She was overcome by the Holy Spirit and she danced for 45 minutes and that girl that that following year played soccer she played sports wow. and she was healed in jesus mighty name and Amen. so hallelujah she's actually graduating high school uh, now praise god and she is healed in jesus mighty name Oh, hallelujah. If anybody's got a prayer request, send them over to us. You know, I just want to say hello to Daniel Gagne, uh, Jose Sonador of Nicaragua, Vince Mazanares, you know him uh, in Nicaragua. <laughs> Shout out to Vince Mazanares. <laughs> hallelujah. We actually have a group of Cubanos who are joining us, who are listening to us as well. Uh, hallelujah. Um, Pastora Yobana, she joined us tonight from Panama. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Uh, we have Luminita, uh, who has joined us. She's actually Romanian, but she is here in Canada. Praise yeah. God. We have Carlene. She has tuned in from Trinidad. Praise yeah. God. Maria Gomez from Nicaragua. God is so good. Greater Grace Nicaragua. Uh, you know, it's interesting. He actually uh, submitted a prayer request to... Uh, to our ministry, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks ago, his mother was sick with COVID, was actually in the hospital, and I received a uh, a praise report that his mother has been healed. Yes. She has been released from the hospital in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. He is good. We cancel every assignment in Jesus' mighty name, says Daniel Gagne. Hallelujah. Oh, man, Alberto. Thank you so much for your time. Why don't you just pray for everybody who's Absolutely. watching uh, and just uh, pray us out because God is good in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Well, thank you for having me, Christine. It was a pleasure being able to share the, what God has put on my heart, which coincidentally he already spoke to you. So this is how God works. Uh, so it's an amazing time. So thank you for the opportunity to share and we'll definitely close in prayer. Um, well, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for what you have done today, Father. We believe this word is for today, Father.
No, don't let it go void in their minds and in their hearts, Father, but imprint it in their hearts, Father. When we speak the words of God, that we actually go ahead and do what you have called us to do. You have called us to be water walkers. You have called us to do the word of the, the word of God, not to actually just read the word of God, but to actually go and do the word of God. I just thank you, Lord, for the people that took the time to listen to your word, Father. I just thank you, Lord, that you touched them, Father, God, in a special way, Father. I just thank you, Lord, that the power and the presence of God is manifested in their house. I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in their households, Father. You have called them by name, Father God. Even from the foundations of the earth, you already knew what you were going to do with them, Father. You already called them out with a purpose, Father God. Give them the boldness to go out, Father, and do your word, Father. I just thank you, Lord, that there's any lack in their lives, Father God, whether it's uh, financial, whether it's physical, Father God, that you actually go ahead and take care of that, Father. You're the God of everything, Father God. You're the healer, Father. You're the provider, Father. You're the giver of peace, Father God. You're the writer of our faith, Father God. You are the beginning and the end, Father God. You are everything that we need, Father. Everything that we need, we find in you, Father. So we just yield to you and your presence, Father. We just glorify for what you're getting ready to do, Father. That we step forward into this situation, Father God, and that whatever you have called us to do, that we actually do, Father. We don't want to remain the same, Father. Transformed us every day. We want to be more intimate with you, Father. Speaking to our heart into our minds, Father God. Enable us to do your word, Father God, in your presence, Father. I just thank you, Lord, right now, Father God. I just thank you, Lord, for Daniel Gagne, Father. I just have a sense, Father God, that that you use them, Father God. You have called them, Father God. He has a heart for you, Father. And I just thank you, Lord, right now that you minister to his heart, Father God. He's calling you right now. He's calling you by name, Father God. He is calling you for things that are happening in his life, Father. And we give this time, Father God, and just saying, Daniel is going to be okay. God is going to take care of whatever situation that you're going through. It's going to be okay. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for what you're saying, Father. The minister of the Lord is it's going to be in your house tonight, Daniel. I believe it. Just yield to the presence of God. And he will manifest in a special way, something that you not feel before, but in a special way. So yield to him. Yield to the presence of God. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Allow him to work in you. He has called you out to do things. He has told you things in your life that you might have forgotten, but God is ready to just push you into whatever he has called you to do. Uh, hallelujah. I don't know if it's ministry or something, but he's calling you to do something, Daniel. Thank you, Lord, for what you get in with doing. And I just thank you, Lord, for la pastora Giovanna, por el ministerio de Dios es fiel. Yo te doy gracias, Señor, por lo que tú estás haciendo en ese ministerio, porque aún con los ojos que no están viendo, Dios está obrando. Y ya lo había dicho, y ya lo habíamos obrado, pero Dios le está confirmando nuevamente, pastora, que es Dios el que está obrando y que no es la situación, pero es que Dios va a manifestarse de una forma y una expansión sobrenatural sobre el ministerio. Dios es fiel y el pastor Vanega está declarado una doble unción y una doble porción para su vida vida. Gracias por lo que tú estás haciendo en ese ministerio, que tú lo has llamado a ser un ministerio de influencia, que tú lo has llamado un ministerio para llevar la palabra que no es comprometida, sino la palabra completa y la revelación completa de Dios. Así que yo te doy gracias por ese ministerio. Yo lo bendigo, lo protejo y mando ángeles alrededor de ellos en el nombre poderoso de Cristo. Te doy gracias por Vince, por su vida, Señor. Que tú sigas obrando, Señor Jesús. Que la luz de Dios se manifieste sobre su vida, se manifieste aún más y más y más y donde hay luz nunca habrá oscuridad así que manifiesta tu luz Señor Jesús que haya claridad que haya paz que haya claridad de mente que haya claridad de gozo que haya claridad de pensamiento así lo declaramos ahora en el nombre de Cristo Jesús yo te doy gracias por el, el Señor José Soñador yo te doy gracias por su vida manifiéstate de forma sobrenatural manifiéstate Señor de una presencia Señor que tú seas tú Señor Jesús en que obres en su vida Padre, manifiéstate da la gloria Señor yo te doy gracias Señor la templanza, toda la gloria, el honor para tu gloria Señor yo te doy gracias por Cristina thank you Lord for Christine Father 
I thank you, Lord, for Christine, Father. I thank you, Lord, for Christine, Father, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for her life, Father. I thank you, Lord, because sometimes she has felt that she's going through the desert. She has felt that, Lord, how much, much struggle. But the Lord is telling you, when the Jews came out of Egypt and when he was taken through the desert, he was teaching the Jews to put their eyes on Jesus and not into the provider that was Egypt, which is actually a slave. He's going to take you to somewhere supernatural. Right now, you might feel that you're just eating manna right now and just drinking whatever God has provided you. But God is going to take you someplace different. Just respect the process because what God is doing with you right now he's shaping you he's shaping you he's shaping you as he shapes the diamond he's also shaping you so respect the process it is god that is holding you it is god that is taking you by the hand but walk in obedience walk in the light of god walk in sanctification for what god is doing and you will see the promises of god fulfilled in your life that's what i hear the lord of god saying father for what you're doing i just thank you all for this time father i thank you lord that the presence of god is everlasting in their household and every family in every situation father i praise father god that you are doing father god even if we don't feel it you're still doing father push us to go father god and do your word father because we are your disciples in jesus mighty and wonderful name wow amen 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 oh i am so 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 thankful to you, my brother. Thank you so much. May God multiply and multiply, open up the heavens upon you, your your household in Jesus' mighty name. The Lord honors your obedience and your, your sincere heart to serve and speak his truth. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you so, so much, Alberto. I cannot wait to connect with you again, my brother, and just continue to see the the Lord's faithfulness. Uh, And and he just, I just see him just shining upon you. I just, I'm so excited to see how he continues to use you. Uh, I don't, the word that kept passing in my head was Pastor Alberto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Hallelujah. Oh man, Alberto, thank you so much, my brother, for joining us. I want to thank everybody who came online and watched this today. Uh, do me a favor, share, comment. Um, anybody, you know, th- this this word was very was very, was so powerful and timely for what's going on. So share in your Facebook, just press that share button and allow other people to be ministered by this word that Alberto gave us today. God bless you all. I look forward to connecting with you more uh, next Sunday. Oh, we have, uh, look at this. We got some more comments coming in. Hallelujah. Danielle says, ironically, I was supposed to be in prayer time tonight, but it was canceled. God had greater plans tonight for me. Hallelujah. God is good. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next week on another uh, episode of uh, Testimony Saturday. Good night, everybody. God bless you.